This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It is Friday, August the 26th. I'm Eric Tyler with the Morning Edition of News Watch on KVOM and expecting some nice weather as we kick off high school football season tonight. A little on the warm side, 92 the expected high this afternoon, but sunny skies, no mixing rain, mostly clear tonight with an overnight low around 71 degrees. And for uh, kickoff tonight, expect temperature right around 88 and then uh, falling probably to a low 80s by the time the game ends tonight. Then tomorrow, sunny skies, slight chance of afternoon showers with a high near 90. Then we'll have 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms Sunday, Monday and Tuesday at least with highs in the mid 80s. Right now we have fair skies and we're at 70 degrees in Moralton at 7.32 now on KVOM. We want to congratulate today's KVOM employee of the day on this Friday. It's Alyssa Gullett at Pathfinders Incorporated Cottonwood Place in Marlton. So congratulations, Alyssa. You are KVOM's employee of the day. You'll be in the running as well for employee of the month. We have a few obituary announcements this morning. James Lee Elliott Sr., age 87 of Little Rock, died Sunday. Visitation will be held from 10 to 11 this morning at Union Missionary Baptist Church, formerly the Bob Nillen Sons Funeral Home in Marlton. Services will follow at 11 a.m. Interment will be held at Campground Cemetery in Overcup. Service and arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Marlton. Curtis Rogers Roddy Davis, age 73 of Marlton, died Wednesday. After graduating from Laura Connor High School in Augusta in 1966, he went on to study and graduate with a Bachelor of Science in Agriculture at Arkansas State University in 1970. Curtis continues his education by obtaining a Master's of Science degree from the University of Arkansas in 1973. Don and Curtis then moved to Marlton in order to fulfill their dreams of raising a family while living on a cattle farm. After graduation, Curtis went to work for Joe Kendrick at the Conway County Farm Bureau as an agent. This was the beginning of a 44-year career. Curtis is survived by his wife, Donna, daughters, Shannon Cleck, and Lindley Shirtliff, and five grandchildren. Family will greet friends from 12 to 2 p.m. today at Harris Funeral Home in Marlton, with a funeral to immediately follow with Pastor Craig Duncan officiating. Burial will be at Plummerville Cemetery. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Marlton. Memorials may be made to Lone Oak Baptist Church at 2662. Highway 9 in Marlton, 72110. Thomas Baskins, age 77, of Marlton, died Wednesday. He was a member of Sacred Heart Catholic Church and retired after 30 years as a cable splicer with AT&T. He's survived by his son, Thomas Chance Baskins of Conway, daughter Deborah K. Baskins of Conway, and a grandson. Funeral Mass will be 10 a.m. Tuesday at Sacred Heart Catholic Church with Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at Sacred Heart Cemetery. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton with vigil at 6 p.m. Monday with visitation to follow. Jack P. Riddle, age 71, of Moralton, died Wednesday. He was a graduate of Westside High School in Greer's Ferry and proudly served in the United States Air Force, deploying to South Korea before returning to Arkansas to attend the University of Central Arkansas. Jack obtained a degree in biology, which led to a long career in managing hospital laboratories. Jack was a devoted Christian. A memorial service will be held at a later date. He's survived by his wife of 48 years, Carla, sons Corey Riddle of Mississippi and Jordan Riddle of Conway, three granddaughters, his sister, brother, many nieces, nephews, and others. 
Service and arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Marlton. 735 now on KVON with fair skies and 70 degrees in Marlton. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. And this is Newswatch on KVOM at 737. Arkansas State Police say one person was killed in a vehicle pedestrian accident on Interstate 40 in Faulkner County that slowed traffic for several hours Thursday morning. According to the preliminary accident report, 55-year-old Rodney Bowden of Mayflower died after he stepped into a lane of traffic and was struck by an approaching Freightliner truck. The accident happened around 9.45 a.m. in the eastbound lane near the 135-mile marker at Mayflower. The latest update to the U.S. Drought Monitor shows slight improvement in some areas after recent rainfall in Arkansas. On the updated map that takes into account conditions as of Tuesday, August 23rd, about a third of the state remains in a severe drought. Only a small swath in northern Arkansas is considered to be an extreme drought. All of Conway County, Perry County, and surrounding counties are in the severe drought category. The city of Marlton has recorded over three inches of rain in the past 10 days, and more rainfall is in the forecast over the next 10 days, so even more improvement is expected in next week's drought monitor. Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart wants all county residents to mark their calendar for the second full week in October. That's when the annual countywide fall cleanup will take place. The call-in period will start Monday, October 10th, and the final day for that cleanup will be Saturday, October 15th. County Judge Jimmy Hart says this will be your best chance to get those large unneeded items removed from your property at no cost to you. I want to encourage everybody to do you know, what we've done back in the spring. Spring cleanup was a pretty significant cleanup. I think we gathered up a little over 200 tons of trash. We're very appreciative. Our fire department's very appreciative. Everybody's involved in that. It truly is a... As I call it, a total team effort because, as you know, that not only the county, but the cities, we all hold hands together on that and uh, put a hard push into it for three days. During the cleanup, all residents of the county will have the opportunity to take large items that cannot be disposed of with your regular household trash to any rural fire station in the county or directly to the Marlton City Landfill. Elderly and disabled residents will be able to call in to have items picked up from their home that week. Officials with Sacred Heart Catholic School in Marlton continue to make plans for the school's annual Oktoberfest. Spokesperson Alicia Kuntz says the event will take place Saturday, October 1st, with a full slate of activities scheduled for the first time in a few years. We're going to have our team dressing. I'm excited about that. We haven't had that in a couple of years. We'll also have kitty land. We'll have games, bounce houses, hopefully even a haunted house. So lots of fun fall stuff, both inside and outside. They'll also have a silent auction as well as a raffle for a side-by-side. Complete details on this year's Oktoberfest will be posted to the school's website, sacredheartmarlton.org. A federal appeals court has agreed with the judge's ruling, preventing the state from enforcing a ban on transgender children receiving gender-affirming medical care. A three-judge panel of the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a ruling temporarily blocking the state from enforcing the 2021 law. Arkansas was the first state to enact such a ban. The law also prohibits doctors from referring patients elsewhere for gender-affirming care. Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson vetoed the ban last year. Big GOP lawmakers overrode him and enacted the measure. 
Multiple medical groups, including the American Medical Association, opposed the ban. 740 now on KVOM. Here's a morning business report with Samantha Casty of Edward Jones and Marlton. On Wall Street, stocks moved higher today as investors interpret a series of economic data and prepare for Jackson Hole. Growth style stocks were largely in line with value style as the seesaw in interest rates expectations plays out. A few big individual names moved higher, moved today as corporate earnings were released. GDP revisions showed a smaller than expected downturn in the second quarter, while jobless claims filing filings came in lower than expected. Both data points highlight a resilient economy in the face of inflation and Fed rate hikes. European and Asian markets were all, have also been choppy this week and are broadly moving higher today in line with U.S. markets. The Dow closed at 33,291, up 322 points. NASDAQ closed at 12,639, up 207 points. Volume was moderate as 762 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to our Kansans, AT&T was up $0.08 cents at $18.09. Bank of America was up $0.62 cents, excuse me, at $35.14. Deer & Company was up $6.77 at $388.15. Energy Corporation was up $0.11 cents at $119.38. Under Armour was up $0.07 cents at $8.09. Simmons Bank was up $0.54 cents at $24.60. Regions Financial was up $0.40 cents at $22.52. Southwestern Energy was down $0.07 cents at $7.74. Tyson Foods was up $0.51 cents at $80.04. Walmart was up $0.90 cents at $135.87. Live Ramp was up $0.19 cents at $21.37. And our public group was up $0.53 cents at $29.32. Nextera Energy was up $0.68 cents at $89.39. Natural Gas was up $0.03 cents at $9.36. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $9.50 at $1,771 even. Silver was up 20 cents at $19.11. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. Thank you, Samantha. On our community calendar, the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will have a ribbon cutting at the Chamber office in downtown Moralton at 10 o'clock this morning for Arkansas Chip and Mobile Glass. The Conway County Election Commission will meet at 2 o'clock this afternoon in the first floor conference room at the courthouse in Marlton to go for ballot positions for the November 8th general election. The Conway County Fair Pageant and Youth Talent Contest will be held tomorrow in the Fairgrounds Multipurpose Building in Marlton. The pageants for the 0 to 10 year old age group start at 10 a.m. The talent contest starts at 2 p.m. Pageants for ages 11 and up start at 4 p.m. Admissions $5 for adults, $4 for senior citizens, and for children aged 5 to 12. And for more information, visit ConwayCountyFair.com. The York and Shiloh Masonic Lodge will hold an ice cream social and dessert auction at the American Legion Hall in downtown Russellville next to the Crane Depot tomorrow from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. That event is a fundraiser for Bradley Dell Freeman, who was injured in a motorcycle accident. 
The event is free, but donations will be accepted for Brad. For more information, call Glenn Long at 479-280-5876. See the complete list of our community calendar items? You can go to our website, kvom.com, and click on Local Events. 744 now on KVOM with fair skies, 71 degrees in Marlton. Newswalk continues with sports and weather coming up. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. This is Newswatch on KVOM. In sports, Marlton High School volleyball team dropped its record of 1-1 one one on the season with a three-set loss to Shiloh Christian in a non-conference match on the road last night. The Lady Devil Dogs will be back home at open conference play on Monday against Pulaski Academy. They'll play in the Spike Fest tournament in Little Rock tomorrow, while the 7th grade and 8th grade teams will play in a tournament in Hot Springs. Maddox Berry threw touchdown passes to Demarcus Sandage and Dante Cox. And Keaton Robinson ran for two scores as Marlton's ninth-grade double-pup football team opened its season with a 28-6 win over Alma on Thursday night at Devil Dog Stadium. Marlton's eighth-grade team won their game over the Airedales 24-6. Devil Pups will play at Stuttgart next Thursday. 2022 Marlton High School football season kicks off tonight when the Devil Dogs play host to Russellville. It's the Devil Dogs' longest-standing rivalry, and Coach Cody McNabb says it's always a good game to start the season. I think it's a motivating factor for your players when you're playing a what to what is a rivalry game. I'm, we're so we're close. Uh, kids have played Russellville teams basically their whole life, so they're they're familiar with with them and and uh, always a uh, always a good game to start with. The game starts a stretch of 10 consecutive weeks with the game for the Devil Dogs, which is a change from recent seasons when Marlton has been able to utilize the week before the start of conference play as an open week. With the move to a nine-team conference, Devil Dogs don't have that luxury this season. Kickoff from Devil Dogs Stadium is scheduled for 7 p.m. We'll have all the action for you live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app, as well as a video live stream from the MHS Dog Tracks page on YouTube. Radio coverage starts with the Electric Cooperative High School game day at 5.45 p.m., followed by the Petty Green Meets Devil Dog Coaches Show with Coach McNabb at around 6.20 p.m. and our live broadcast at approximately 6.45. And after the game, get scores and highlights from around the state on the Simmons Bank Friday night scoreboard until midnight. Other games involving 5A Central teams tonight include BB at home against Jacksonville, Mills at home against Forest City, Bologna at Hot Springs, Whitehall at Sheridan, and Mommel at Sylvan Hills. The Allen Fairbanks era begins in Perryville tonight when the Mustangs play host to Cedarville. Kickoff for that game is scheduled for 7 p.m. Bigelow also plays at home tonight. Panthers take on Atkins in a game that starts at 7. And you can hear from Bigelow coach Luke Starks and coach Fairbanks of Perryville tonight and every Friday throughout the season on the Petty Green Meets Perry County Coaches Show at 5.30 p.m. on KVOM. Other games involving area teams tonight include Hector against Mark Tree, Pottsville against Elkins, Dover against Johnson County Westside, Dardanelle at Little Rock Hall, Danville against Mountainburg, Two Rivers against England, Conway Christian at Quitman, Greenbrier against Farmington, Mayflower at Smackover, and Clinton at Cave City. 
High school golf teams from several area schools competed in Immaculate Mountain Rank on Thursday, and Bigelow's Bennett Wilson was the medalist in the boys' division for the MAC with a career-best score of 76. Paul Goldschmidt slugged his 32nd and 33rd homers to highlight a 5-RBI performance. Corey Dickerson set a franchise record for consecutive hits, and the St. Louis Cardinals rolled to an 8-3 win over the Chicago Cubs on Thursday to increase their lead over Milwaukee in the National League Central to six games. Cards start a three-game series against Atlanta tonight at Bush Stadium. First pitch at 7.15 p.m. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.20 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. Twice the Arkansas Travelers rallied to tie the Tulsa Drillers, but ended up falling by a final score of 4-3 on Thursday night at Dickey Stevens Park. Travis play the Drillers again tonight at 7.05 in North Little Rock. Ten minutes in front of 8 o'clock now on KVOM as we take a look at weather on this Friday, current conditions, humidity is at 100%. With calm winds, barometric pressure 30.02 inches. Low temperature this morning, 69 degrees. High yesterday was 91. A year ago today, the low was 72 with a high of 99. Nowhere in the last 24 hours at KVOM, we're still at 36.58 inches for the year. Sunset this evening, 747. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 640. And forecast calls for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 92 degrees. Will be in the 80s generally for high school football tonight, 88 or so at kickoff, falling to around 80 by the end of the game. Then mostly clear skies expected uh, tonight, low around 71. You shouldn't need your umbrella at the stadium tonight. Then sunny tomorrow, slight chance of afternoon showers with a high near 90. And then rain chances pick up starting Sunday, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Uh, Sunday and uh, for the next uh, few days after that, it looks like mid-80s will be uh, the highs. Right now, we've got fair skies and 71 degrees in Marlton at 751 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.53 now in KVOM. We're joined on our close-up interview this morning by Shannon Oxford with the Conway County Cooperative Extension Service. Good morning, Shannon. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How about you? Doing great. Great. Football. Right. Football tonight. Yeah. Excited? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I you know, know you are. I love, yep. me, I love me some football. Yep. 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 I am, so it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So, but anyway, we've got uh, a lot going on in your uh, your world as well, most notably, I guess, that uh, Conway County Fair. Coming, coming right up. up. Yep. Yep. Really soon. So. Yep. So, uh, doesn't start till week after this week, but or next, but um, fair stuff's been going on for quite some time around around here, getting prepar- prepared and all that good stuff. So, next week for me will be pretty much all fair prep, getting things going, school art coming in, making sure that's getting um, you know, out to the judges so we can get it hung up in the building because we get all that done before our other exhibits come in. Um, 
it's no fun trying to have ladders and things and hang stuff on wires above your head while other people are walking around. So, no. yeah. Anyway, yeah. working on that. And, um, and yeah, online registration is open for the exhibit building. So we want to encourage folks to get their stuff um, entered online. It's a super simple process. You just go to commoncountyfair.com, enter, um, you know, your contact information, and uh, then you pick out the different items that you may have to enter. And that's going to be open from now until September 5th right before the fair and then that'll close down about 6 p.m. on the 5th that gives us time to get our tags printed and everything that way when you walk in the building with all of your beautiful items we'll have those tags ready for you we pop those tags right on there and you put them where they belong so with the the designated person in that area so um, get your stuff entered we've got um, kind of a, a special year this year since our building has not been open the last couple years you will be able to enter any arts and crafts items that you may have made since the building was last opened, as long as it's not been entered in any other fair. Um, so since if you made it since September of 2019 and you want to put it in the fair, bring it on. Um, just know that doesn't apply to our baked goods or our um, flowers <laughs> and things. Yeah, and, uh, de- de- yeah. Definitely want those uh, fresh. <laughs> yeah, possibly, yeah, yeah, those need to be fresh. And then your food preservation. Canned goods do still need to be within the last year. But everything else else um, if you've made it we want to see it so bring it out um, one section I want to mention is the creative recycling section um, that was added several years ago and has been um, such a fun section to to look at and see all the different things that come in and it's really just a place for items that have been repurposed you know using something um, you know that had a different use before and making it into something new and better and exciting pretty that kind of thing yeah, so I'm excited to see uh, what people come up with yeah that. absolutely it's like it's like pinterest in real life so it's yeah. always a fun time in the education building um so get your stuff entered bring it out so we can all look at it and um you know maybe get you a few blue ribbons and have a great okay. time all right so uh september 6th through the Yep, September 6th through the 10th. And then um, the big entry day in that education building is on Tuesday, September 6th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. So you've got that big window to bring in all your items, um, get them all checked in. And then if you have perishable goods, which would be your baked goods and your flowers and horticulture, so your, um, your garden items, you can bring those in Wednesday morning until about 11. Um, well, not about 11, 11, and we cut you off. Um, so, so you can bring only those items, but all the arts and crafts and things that are not perishable must be brought in Tuesday. We don't accept anything else other than them perishables on Wednesday then we judge them all up Wednesday afternoon and then open the building up so everybody can see how how folks did all right uh, Wednesday of course the day of the parade so, yes yeah. Wednesday is the day of the parade so um, that will be at 5 p.m. downtown Moralton so come out and and check that out see all the different floats and fire trucks and and kiddos marching and uh, cheerleaders all kinds of fun stuff and antiques and of course the horses Oh, yeah. Bringing sure. up the tail. Yeah. Yep. All <laughs> right. And then, uh, uh, of course, Midway and all your uh, uh, buildings will be open there through every night through Saturday. That is so, correct. Yeah. Yes. And just a note, our school art comes down on Saturday at 8 p.m. So if you want to see your kiddos' school art hanging, you need to get there before 8 p.m. So, mm-hmm. um, but, yep. 
It'll be open. You'll be able to come through, check things out, head on next door to the commercial exhibit building. I think Hank's got a full building going over there. So, um, and, and of course, check out the Midway and have a good time. Yep. Come play bingo a little bit. Yeah. Yes, yep, absolutely. Sure. Bingo. That's yep. a big draw and always a great time. So, all right. For sure. All right. So, looking forward to that coming up very soon. Again, September 6th through 10th. And, uh, next week, I guess, is, uh, believe it or not, first Thursday back. So, Farmer's Market and all it that going is. on. It is. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times it coincides with the fair. But this time we get to have Farmer's Market coming up this next week and then the fair following. So, um, definitely come out, enjoy the Farmer's Market, see what great finds you can purchase and support our um our local makers we and it's just a great time to come out we've got live music and um you know we get to enjoy the pocket park and hopefully the weather will be nice i don't know but you know fingers crossed but come out and um, enjoy the next to last farmer's market of the season we'll have one more after this month that'll be in october then we'll wrap it up and take a break till may all right very good there's a lot going on anything else this morning uh i better mention the country store country store will be open in the educational exhibit building that is um ran by our extension homemakers so come back there get you some baked goods and some lemonade and punch and things like that that supports their um efforts throughout the year to do countywide projects um different service projects and things like this last year we worked really closely with the um conway county center for exceptional children on their different campuses and we were able to do some fun things with them Um, and our extension homemakers are always doing great things in the community so buying those brownies and enjoying them uh, helps us to do lots of great projects so please come on out anytime the education building is open the country store will be open as well so well thank you so much shannon archer with conway county cooperative extension service joining us this morning all right thank you You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.